Hey everybody, welcome to Inner Visions of the Inspired Podcast. I think it's fair that I need to correct myself on the last episode where I was being a little too critical of Muhammad Ali. And it seemed like I took a jab at him at him and his family, but it wasn't meant to be like a jab. I got nothing but love for Muhammad Ali. I really do. And I feel like he is the gold standard of a freedom fighter, just like Malcolm, just like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The reason why I say what I said was my heart was kind of broken when he turned away from Malcolm X, when Malcolm brought him to the nation of Islam. Now, the things that I've said about Muhammad Ali, and I've said that for quite some time, that, okay, he's not the freedom fighter that he's supposed to. He's a fraud, sellout. But I've thought about it, and I've given a lot of thought. He had, he, and I, I have to say this, I felt totally, totally bad about what I said. All right. Muhammad Ali is a humbled, humbled man. He um, dealt with a lot of racial discrimination, too, when he returned from um, the Olympics over in um, when he came back home to Louisville, Kentucky. Because of the color of his skin, he was not allowed to enter into certain restaurants. And he felt like he represented this country for nothing. Muhammad Ali felt betrayed. Well, I'm not going to apologize about being critical of him for turning away from Malcolm X and what he did to Joe Frazier. I thought he was dead wrong. He was dead wrong and he set a bad example for black America and all around the world, for his antics. But the way I put it, and to include his family, now I stepped out of bounds. That was my fault. To Layla Ali, Muhammad Ali uh, Jr., I got nothing but love for all of you. I really do. Um... I will remember um, the thriller in Manila. I will remember its most memorable was that fight in Africa against uh, George Foreman. A lot of people picked George Foreman to win. They say Foreman's going to kill him. Foreman's going, he's going to be too much. 
he's going to kill Ali. But Muhammad Ali was like, no, I got him where he wants. I got him where, where I want him. I got him. I got him. Yeah, he's not going to beat me. He was the only person that believed in himself. He was very inspiring to a lot of underdogs. And he played the underdog role. The way he beat Foreman was the biggest upset in boxing history. But it solidified Muhammad Ali as the greatest. To me, I will remember him in his bond with uh, Malcolm X, his brotherhood, their love for one another. All right. It's just that day when he chose the Honorable Elijah Muhammad over Malcolm. Hurt my heart. It really did. It really hurt my heart. I felt as if he could have done more for Malcolm and his family, for Malcolm X family. I thought he could have done more. But I shouldn't be disrespecting him either. Because he has done a lot of things. He's done more things in this planet than I could have imagined. I remember where he refused to um, fight in Vietnam because he said, no Viet Cong has never called me a nigger. He refused. I'm telling you, he has done some courageous things, even though I thought he was out of line with Malcolm. He was out of line with Joe Frazier. I thought the Joe Frazier thing was totally ridiculous. But I still, <clears throat> I still got a lot of love and respect for Muhammad Ali. I thought he had a wonderful legacy. One of controversy, but one of brilliance, excellence, and world-class intellectual speaker. With that, I truly apologize, but I also want to show some love and respect for the entire Ali family. Much love to all of you. Much love to Malcolm X, rest in peace. And much love to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the great one, the brilliant man. Happy birthday. You will be missed, along with Malcolm and Muhammad Ali. Much love to all of you.
you three are kings, kings of world peace. Much love.